Revolution, Volume 4, Episode 118. Back again, back on our regular night, live from the bunker. It's the One Man Revolution podcast. I am your host, the Revolutionary. I'm joined by the Canadian and the artist. Ah, uh, yes. We would like to wish the comrade and the thespian bon voyage on their bon voyage. Bon voyage on their honeymoon trip into the seas, and may they. What uh, what's that? What could go wrong? Well, you know, uh, I, I I never say that, but I usually say Norwalk virus. That's usually what I say, yes. Uh, yes. because nothing says honeymoon like sitting on the shitter. Don't walk the plank, Norwalk virus. That's right. Well, it has been. Let's see how long it's been. It has been eight hundred and twenty-eight days since legitimate power took office. And this week, did you know that Crocs were the shoes that the people wore in Idiocracy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the futuristic shoes that were, uh, that, were, that were pawned off to people as being a dumb shoe that no one would ever wear. <laughs> and it was from a small company that had just started up and they figured it would fail. But they ordered, but Mike Judge ordered a bunch of them for the shooting of the film, and look where we are today. Yeah, they're yeah. popular. They are. They're very popular. Oh man! Well, it has been uh, yet another week. Uh, Thursday, you and I did a show, and or yeah, last yeah last week was uh, oh then there was a wedding. Yeah, then there was a wedding uh, on Friday and Saturday. Go ahead. I said that that was fun. Wedding was fun. Wedding was. But fun. what are you, what are you drinking to uh, commemorate ah. the? Uh, so I have a Six Point Brewery Cold Seal, which is a cold uh, double IPA with grapefruit, 8.2% alcohol by volume. Uh, and it is an independent beer, and it is in that Infinite Loop series. And uh, it, it, it has a texture on the outside of the can, which always makes me happy. Whatever you do, don't, don't exhale into it because you don't want to blow a seal. <laughs> Not while I'm drinking beer. All right. So. <laughs> so I'm, I'm drinking a mint julep. Yes. Oh, hey, when is the uh, when are when are the derbies that are that happen here? I don't know, but my other brother bought my brother. Yeah. Um, some old Forester oh. mint julep comes in a bottle. Yeah, old Forester so good. It's fantastic. Yeah. So. I will have more of this later. Yeah, well, Old Forester. Yeah, Old Forester is a very good uh, drinking bourbon, and they yeah. are the uh, they are the Kentucky bourbon that is used in the official uh, Kentucky bourbon co- bur- bourbon Kentucky bourbon cocktail, which is right. uh, which is the mint julep. So there it is. Yeah, oh, what you got there? Quite good. They know how to do it. 
Uh, I am drinking. Yeah, what do you got over there? A, oh, no, no, wait. Yeah, so you oh. got that. Yeah, go ahead. You got an IBC uh, root beer. Ah, yes. Very nice. It's, that's my that's favorite. That's better than the IBS root beer. <laughs> I figured that was appropriate considering the croc <laughs> reference. It is. Uh, yeah, it's like the one, you know, the, you're, 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 uh, you're, you think you, you know, you don't want people to think you blew a seal reference. Always reminds me of that joke. Uh, uh, there, you know, there, there's a penguin that takes his, uh, his car to a shop. Uh, the shop is run by a polar bear and, uh, you know, he drives the car in and he says, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm getting some noise. Uh, could you take a look at it? And he goes, yeah, yeah, it's going to take like half hour. Come on back. And so the, uh, so the penguin goes away. Uh, he sees an ice cream shop and he's like, Oh, I haven't had ice cream in a while. So he gets a cone and he eats the cone down and, you know, it's kind of melty, you know, it's a summer day in the Arctic. So he comes back to the to the polar bear and he goes, "Hey man, um, so what's wrong with the car?" And he goes, "Well, it looks like you blew a seal." And he goes, "It's ice cream." <laughs> no, that's that's every time someone says "blow a seal," that's the only thing I can remember. It's one of my favorite dad jokes. You know, yeah, that's that's what prompted me to say it. <laughs> oh man, you know what would go good with a with an IBC root beer? What would that? It'd be like a, a nice sandwich, like a meatball to Ron sandwich. Oh boy! Or meatball to Sandis. Meatball to Sandis. No, 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 meatball no. to sandwich. No. Meatball to Sandis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to feel queasy. Yeah, you don't want to ever get any of his balls anywhere near you. I'll tell you that right mm-hmm. now. Even his wife has only let them get near her. He's a not even three a seal. Times. Yeah. So. We can start with Ron, if you'd like to, and some of the things he's been doing, as he is not yet running for president of the United States. But they passed a make voting illegal law and said, oh, yeah, you can run if you want. We got a special exception for your your ass. Yeah, yeah, which which is great until a Democrat takes the governor's office. Right. And And then they'll be like, they'll be, oh, because... By the way, if uh, what he is, well, but that doesn't excuse what he's been doing. No, it doesn't. And also, he's in Israel right now, and so he has not signed that law yet. You know, so uh, what's he been doing? He was in Japan, and then he flew to Israel, and he's Jeez. going all around trying to do what? Did you see the Japan video where he just kind of like lost it? Of course. Of course. So, oh, so, that's, so, that's gonna be the whole campaign if he runs for president. So, Governor Ron DeSantis is standing in front of the reporters taking questions. He's smiling, he's happy, and he, and he points to a reporter, and the reporter goes, and you hear it very faintly, but he says, Hey, in 2006, Governor, uh, were you present at Guantanamo Bay during torture of inmates? Mm-hmm. Now, the answer he gave is 100% what you would say if you were standing watching inmates being tortured. He didn't deny any of that. He said, what, in 2006, I was a junior officer. No one would have even noticed me there. And then he moved to turn, and he's like, Governor, you didn't answer my question. And he turns around and immediately turns into angry a very very big emotion ron is he doing an angry meatball an angry <laughs> see I, I i don't know if we can use any of these because he's italian 
I can. Uh, you there? You go. Thank you, Italian. Um, oh, oh, so we got okay. We got uh, we got approval from the Italian. We can call him it's a okay. meatball. It's okay. We uh, yeah. We got designated Sicilian over here. Hey, so, no, that's yeah. an angry meatball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't claim him. <laughs> no one claims him. All right, so. So oh. he turns very angry, mm-hmm. big emotions, big, huge, like, mm-hmm. why would you, how dare you say this to me? And then dresses that reporter down saying, this is what you people do. You bring up stories like this and, and, and they mean nothing and they're meaningless and there's no reason for you. He never denied the fact. It's an easy answer. No. But, but, but you can tell his demeanor. He's like moving his head and hands and he's really animated as he's yeah. talking to this person he looks like a crazy man yeah I'll, I'll, well I'll, I mean talking with your hands is a very Italian thing I'll get the the video and I will put that piece of video in the uh, in the show notes so to that answer, people can see it to answer your question what is he doing globe trotting like go, he is on his I've been taint punted by a mouse tour <sighs> <laughs> well, he's on a book tour. He's on his he's on his make uh, make America Florida, whatever the name of his book was. What was yeah. the name of his book again? I don't want to give it any press. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> no one's actually read it because it was written by a ghostwriter uh, just so that he could take this tour around the country and the world. He has done no governing, and the governing that he has done has been to take rights away from people. Been terrible. Yeah, yeah. Lots of problems. In I'm Florida surprised he's not the front runner. Well, he did. Actually, I'm, I'm sorry. There is something that he did do for Florida. Uh, he begged President Biden to declare uh, Fort Lauderdale a disaster area so that federal funds could be made made available to uh, to f- right to fix the Not flooding problem. Right. The rest of us are begging the federal government to rescue us from the DeSantis administration. Well, remember. <laughs> Florida disaster because the government is bad. Well, I think the UN should come in for and 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 I've yeah. been saying it over and over again. Yeah, yeah. search. Yeah, yeah, do an investigation of the state of Florida or the other thirty-seven states that are currently ruining America, yeah. and have them. You know, have. By the way, that the the that number is alarming. Uh, the number of states that are doing all of these laws because you know how oh, many yeah. states it takes to change the constitution. Yeah, two thirds of them. Yeah, and what's two thirds of fifty states? I know it's a, it's a it's a fraction. It is a fraction. All the more reason to make Puerto Rico a state, and and uh, and the reason why we'd like to make a st- that, that they like ma- like to make a state out of uh, D.C. Yeah, yeah. D.C. should be a state. They are they are literally taxation without representation. But we don't really care about that because so is California. Yep. Because. California has some of the highest people per per um, congressman. It's I thought that was people. Colorado. Yeah, no. Well, they're high, for, but California also has that. No, California has a has a large enough landmass that that it, there's a north, central, and southern California. Oh, we're talking about population density. You, yeah, you said yeah, high. Was, you said yeah, highest, and I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> a, there's another state. Yeah, there's another state uh, today that became the 20-something state. I think it's the 20th state in the union to legalize marijuana usage. It was the state of uh, Delaware, uh, the president's home state. Yeah. See, that, that, that is a, a rising number of states that I can be okay with. Eventually, yeah. they, they could change the Constitution. So you're talking about it only takes 33, 33 or 34, and there are 37 that are passing bad laws. 
So if they wanted to call a, a constitutional Congress, they could. They could definitely do it and change laws. And that was that's another one of those terrible facts about our Constitution and our government that people don't realize because we all think, oh, we elect our people and our people do things and, oh, who cares about the states? The states can't do anything. But they could call uh, you know, a, a, a const- constitutional convention and rewrite convention. the entire Constitution. Yep, and rewrite it. And now we are no longer living in the country that we were born into. Well, that and, like, they have the power to gerrymander the shit out of all of their districts so that on the federal level they can be in charge of things they have no right, no right to be in charge of. Well, yep. it, wasn't that just decided by uh, by a, a lower was it a lower court? It wasn't the Supreme Court um, that that they're allowing you know legal gerrymandering of. It was uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yep. Yeah, because they they had said no, this is you can't gerrymander. That takes away people's rights. And then some people lost a Supreme Court election, and the the court switched to five two. Uh, give you a choice which one is now in the majority. And they immediately picked up that bill and said, yeah, we're going to hear this again, and then overturned it. So they, they took away the rights of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of North Carolinians. Yep, they disenfranchise people left and right. They don't care because, by the way, the, the other part, that I, the other sentence that I heard uttered a couple of times this week in various media that I follow was, you know, fascists don't care about the law. Yeah. They and so, so Ron running around the world talking about what he's going to do for, you know, for the world, for, for the United States, um, he doesn't care. If it's the only thing they could do is, is, is go, oh, you know, you need to stop that. And he's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. And, and it shows because what he did in Florida with Disney where they, he said, no, all that stuff you did legally, we're not going to buy by that. That's null and void. Well, but and, he, uh, but by doing that, he has now invited a lawsuit <laughs> where he personally is a plaintiff. The yeah. legislature are a plaintiff. And the lieutenant governor is a plaintiff, and the state of Florida is a plaintiff. Yeah. yeah. So Disney may win the state of Florida and be able to turn around the government. I guess. Yeah. What do you get if you lose and you're the state of Florida? Well, so Ron DeSantis has hired an attorney, and you would think. That because he loves the state of Florida so, that he would hire a Florida attorney group to defend him, right? Yeah, not a chance. Of course. No, not one bit. So he uh, he has a twelve hundred recommended twelve hundred dollar an hour attorney out of Washington D.C., who yeah. is an attorney uh, for who is a lobbyist attorney uh, who is very clear is a puppet of someone else. And the question on that is, is that, Hey Ron, how are you going to pay $1,200 an hour, uh, to, to make a defense? Who's going to pay for this lawyer? That's why he wants the federal money. (laughs) Well, no, the federal money for doing the, for doing the flood damage is because he doesn't want to touch the coffers of all that money so he can pay his private army. So pay for the lawyers and pay uh, for the lawyers. The Canadian has raised a very interesting premise. Uh, if Disney wins this case against the state of Florida and Disney becomes in charge of the state of Florida, who gets what office? I mean, obviously, Mickey becomes governor, but like, <laughs> does Donald become secretary of state or now, like what? Now, now, let's not look at the fantasy versus the reality of this. 
The reality of this is that the corporation, the Walt Disney <laughs> Company, who is suing uh, the governor at all, uh, they're suing them under... Is it seven different counts? I think it's seven different. I have I, I have that document. I'll add that in the show notes too. Um, my, my favorite is DeSantis's response when he is informed of this lawsuit. Oh, I think it's political. No, uh, yeah, no, no shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but but th- there's an interesting part of this story. So in the counts are things like uh, violating free speech. See. Mm-hmm. And the and the that's I think count six in this uh, in the in this uh, case itself uh, is that they are violating the civil rights of Disney to be able to right. speak politically without repercussion. Now you might say, wait a minute, Disney's a corporation. Where would they get the right to do that? Well, that's Citizens hey. United. That's Citizens United. Something the Republicans love. Mm-hmm. So a, a secondary thing that may happen if Governor DeSantis were to win this case against Disney, yeah. which I get, I don't think he will. But let's say that yeah. there's that on that one on that one part of the case about the free speech about free speech that the First Amendment rights were, were held, and let's say the court upholds. You know, you're absolutely correct. Corporations should not have. The ability to—they're not people, and they don't do that. This secondary, uh, 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 what is that called? This um, unintended consequence. Uh, there it is. Unintended consequence could be Ron DeSantis could remove Citizens United, which would take the money out of politics, which would turn the United States around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, insane. Or and it would be overturned because those guys want their money. Which would mean that they would overturn Ron DeSantis and right. in favor of Disney. So you don't think those Disney lawyers have thought about that? So, so I call this an absolute win, regardless of what happens. It's an absolute win. Yeah, you know, because one way Citizens United goes bye bye, the other way Ron DeSantis loses. So it doesn't matter to me which way it goes at this point. Yeah. Let them fight. So I was I was talking uh, with with my brother about. Ron DeSantis, and I'm like, I kind of want him to run because oh. he's going to get owned. He's oh yeah, gonna have more and more and more of those tantrums. Oh yeah, then he's going to be gone forever. Yeah. Well, um, see, he will, he will lose all his power. Here's oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Here's the thing. Um, this the tragic thing is that they said the same thing about Trump, and I will say, but he'll be running against Trump. Yes. <laughs> How, however, from prison, th- which will be hilarious. Yeah. Um, the fact that they are so easily like predictable, you can predict their behavior. All you have to do is challenge them, and they will immediately bite back. Right. Both Ron and Trump are the same way. Mm-hmm. Like any world leader knows exactly how to get whatever they want out of Trump. All they have to do is stroke his ego. Mm-hmm. If they want to get him riled up, they have to criticize him. That is it. Yep. He right. is he he has but, a binary responses. But here's the thing. I don't think the the former president really I mean, he gets angry, but he's he's a natural communicator. He mm-hmm. is going to get 
angry at you and lash out in a personal way yeah that makes that belittles you and yeah. makes your entire question sound stupid yeah DeSantis, on the other hand, will bring English, yeah. Um, <laughs> just gets angry and starts yelling at you and calling. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't have that natural persona to be charming while he puts you down. But yeah. but he'll he'll also yeah. woke and all this stupid stuff that makes him sound stupid. Yeah, and, and he's, so that's why he's not. And he's not likable. He's not likable. He's not. Like See, he didn't he's have. Like yeah, he didn't have a TV show where it was The Apprentice and he was handing out money to people. He wasn't on, you know, uh, uh, the the Home Alone two, uh, being mean to children. You know, he was all those things. You know, all, you know, all of that stuff that that made you know the 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 former president, you know, able to get that seat. Dancing you know. with uh, really Rudy Giuliani and drag. Yeah, that's right. Really? Dancing with Rudy Giuliani and drag. That's true. Hundred percent. Humping a flag on yep, stage. Yep, 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 yep. That's after he was president. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he does love his flags. I I really hope they burn that flag. Afterwards. But if you drop one letter, he hates those people. So the lag. <laughs> yeah, the lags. <laughs> the laggards. I hate the laggards. We don't have them here. We don't need them in the house. Yeah. Well, I mean, every gamer hates lag. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So it's interesting, but again, why I don't see Ron DeSantis? I see Ron DeSantis as as like reading Mein, mein Kampf, you know, trying to say, you know what, you know, yeah, this is exactly what happened in the 1930s. The other guy got vilified and 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 thrown away, and now I can step forward, and I can be the next. I can be the big leader of my party, and I can make this stuff happen. But uh, I hate to say it, Ron. You're no Hitler. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Hitler was uh, Hitler was likable, and Hitler had Goebbels. Who do you have? You know, you don't have anybody. You don't have a good media person. Otherwise, that reporter wouldn't have been in the room to ask that question. The uh, the thing with with Mein Kampf, it always made me think of Trump rallies mm-hmm. because, especially when. The part of Mein Kampf where it talks about like communicating mass communication, uh, where you have to lower the like the vocabulary of the message down to lowest common denominator, so that even the dumbest person in your audience can understand it. Have very simple phrases and repeat them often. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's like that sounds exactly. I wonder if if uh, Rhonda Sandwich. Um, you misinterpret it. Every time Mike. you say that, I think it's Rhonda. Like, help me, Rhonda. If he if he thinks it's mine, cops, and that's why he's got his own police force. <laughs> Bad boys. What, <laughs> you, want? On, what you want to do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's all we can yeah. sing of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but but they passed the law that that just restricts voting rights even more and puts harsher penalties on people who vote when they shouldn't. And we're not going to tell you who that is. You find out after you've been arrested that you shouldn't have voted. Um, but it's okay when the Republicans do it, obviously. If you're yeah, voting Republican, uh, they don't care. Well, well, we shall see. I mean, these law again, until he signs it, it's not law, and until it's challenged, it's not it's still it can be stayed. I mean, everything he does is so poorly done that it yeah. ends up immediately in court and challenged and falls apart. I was at a meeting of the Winter Women and Gender Studies uh uh, program uh, at a university nearby, which, to which I'm a, a senior advisor of. 
And it was brought up at the end of the meeting. It's like, are we still going to be able to have a program after the governor passes his regulations on programs? And it's in two separate bills, 266 and 999. 999, Herman Cain. Um, it, it's in two, two separate bills. And the only thing that could be said about it is, well, they keep changing the language of these laws as they're moving forward. They, they've taken out a bunch of stuff. They added a bunch of stuff. They took out a bunch of stuff. They took out more stuff. They didn't add it. And they keep moving stuff around between the two laws and nothing is done yet. But the minute either of them go into effect, they're immediately going to be challenged by dozens of organizations around the state. Yeah, but probably not by the state university uh um, board or what are they called? This trustees board of the board of gut. So there's four. There's there's actually that's the fun part in the state of Florida. So you got the board of governors, the board of regents, and the board of trustees. Um, they, depending on the institution you're in, those the, it could be a different name, but they all they all do the same thing. It's a board of yeah. people that make the decisions in policy. Now the problem yeah. is is that they could say, well, we're enforcing this law. And that happened with uh, HB seven and HB fifteen uh, that w- that were both passed uh, the Don't Say Gay bill and the uh, um, I can't remember what the other one was, but it was also terrible. Uh, and what's that one? The one isn't there one where you can't teach uh, yeah anti woke that was right yeah yeah the 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 Stop the Woke Act that was the other one um, yeah can't but they were both immediately challenged and immediately you that nothing ever happened with them. And they're still, uh, one, both of them are on like a permanent, uh, permanent stay. They cannot be enforced because they are right. unconstitutional, you know, but now you see, you know, in the past week and a half, the, the, you know, the don't say gay bill, which was to protect the children artists. We need to protect the children. Think of the from, children from, from what? Exactly. So this is the problem with that bill. So it was K through third grade. So kids up until the age of like nine, nine or 10. That was the whole idea. We need to protect them. Don't talk about those things because they're inappropriate for kids of that age. Well, everyone pushed back on that and they're like, well, uh, okay, well now we're going to do it. uh, K through 12. So all the way through high school, a person who is an adult, no longer a child, 18 years old, who is in high school, still cannot talk about those things. What, you're, what we're going to see is that in the fall, if you think that 9,500 empty teaching positions was big last year, it's going to be a bigger number this next year because a large number of teaching faculty in the state of Florida at, in elementary, junior and high, elementary, uh, uh, middle and high schools are gay. Yeah. So they, they can't even come in. They come in now. If, if anyone out there who would like to, like to be, you know, stand up for, uh, all of the rights of all of the people, uh, if a teacher talks about their, their, their wife or husband, and they are a heterosexual couple, they need to be reported and they need to be prosecuted right. under the same bill. Because, right. because that, that is gender identification and... and um, speaking about sexuality. sexuality so right. uh, I would also <laughs> ask, mm-hmm. so for clarification, this also prohibits students from talking about yeah. these things? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. uh, so in the, in the so city every, of Orlando, yep. So every... 
it was in the city of Orlando. And no, no, I'm saying in the yeah, city of Orlando, like, there were yeah. there was a high school that yeah. had uh, a uh, a glad you mm-hmm. know a, a gay and lesbian student mm-hmm. association. Yeah, uh, and they were they they used to take uh, they used to take attendance. Mm-hmm. And when the don't say gay bill came in, they're like, we're going to stop taking attendance. Because under the don't say gay bill, if yeah. a, if the school sees that someone is gay, they have to report it to the parents, which is yeah. very bad. So um, so they stopped doing that. Well, they wrote into this expansion of the don't say gay bill mm-hmm. that any organization that meets has to take role. Canadian. Right. What I was going to say is when they came out with the, the <laughs> don't say they gay They came bill. out. With the yeah, don't say they came out, and it was K through three. Their defense was, well, those children are too young. You don't want to expose them to all of this gender talk. They don't understand it. But now that they've expanded it to high school, that doesn't fly, right? Kids, kids already know about their sexuality by the time they're in third grade, right? Oh, absolutely. Not to, okay. So not so, to mention. Oh, sorry. No, finish. finish they, they already know what that conversation is about, right? They they may not know their their how they feel sexually, but they understand that conversation. They understand the concepts. So it, it makes no sense to say that it's for the kids. They're too young to know, um, but we'll send them off to war. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Not to mention Go. this bill is infringing on the first amendment rights of every student in the state. Every student mm-hmm. in the state could bring a lawsuit against the DeSantis administration for this. Here's the problem. You are correct, but here's the problem. It has already been shown in, it's already been cases brought about free speech in schools and students don't have free speech rights in schools. Right. That's why they can't wear a shirt that says, I hate my effing teacher. Hmm. Right. That would be free speech. You should be able to wear it. That's why you can't, that's why they can have dress codes. That's why they can control all of that kind of thing that goes on in school because you don't have those free speech rights. Um, yeah. So yeah, no gang colors in school because that's you don't get those. Correct. And well, and they use that again using that 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 gateway of dress code or whatnot, uh, and by passing, you know, by by then pat making policy school policy based on that and then that policy being challenged in court and that policy being upheld open the door for this right. you know the the right of free expression is not a right in public schools right it, sh- it so, should so, it be absolutely is it it is not the interesting thing would be right that's that's you can leave school and put on your i hate my effing t-shirt teacher t-shirt right they have no grounds for that but if you're at you know, McDonald's and your teacher's there and you're talking about your your GLAD meeting, does she have to report you? See, that's the same question they have about faculty members. So on the right. other side of that, so teaching people who teach in these schools, if they are seen at a rally for, you know, right. for gay rights, trans rights, uh, anti-abortion, pro-abort, whatever, and that is then reported back to the school Right. Can they take action on it? And in the past, uh, that is absolutely has happened. That they're like, right. "Hey, you know, you were seen by some students. We we need you to stop doing that." Yeah, and and it and it came from from them doing, you know, like 
I, I work as a first grade teacher during the day, but at night I strip down over at uh, yep. Royal Royal Canaba. Oh, and, nice Royal Royal Casaba. Yeah, and and it's the, a nice melon. The principal walked in one night and saw the teacher and was like, "Oh gosh, we can't have this, mm. right?" Or, or it's probably somebody's dad who's a who's you know a good church going man. Um, well, that woman shouldn't like, be here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Aren't so, you my so, daughter's child teacher? Oh my gosh, why are you here? This is terrible. Now why are you here? Well, hold on, Bob. <laughs> why were you yeah. in the strip club? Yeah, exactly. Aren't you a the, deacon? The, yeah, exactly. He wouldn't. Well, no, never mind. I was going to say he wouldn't. He'd be in the the boys' choir, but but that's <laughs> that's Catholics. Yeah. That's a, yeah. The the uh, but that's why that's why these sort of things your 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 behavior outside of work isn't controlled. But if it reflects on your work, then then they can have a say in it, and yeah. that's where this is going to come in. I will absolutely encourage civil disobedience. Every student in every well, school ought to just walk out they, they, they <laughs> and go to, and go, pro, there, go protest across the street. Well, there uh, will be there will be walkouts, yeah. and the kids that live through through COVID getting homeschooled are just going to be like, F it. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, whatever. The other thing to note is that a lot of Florida teachers, first of all, Florida teachers are treated poorly and paid badly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So really no incentive to stay. And most teachers last one or two years, yep. but they're only doing teaching while they find another job. Yep. And if doing that temporary teaching lands you a felony, you're way less likely to take that as your fallback job and more likely to go work at, you know, Dillard's as a, as a shop clerk and make just as much money. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, the governor, the governor is caught when people bring these facts up to him. Well, no, last year we gave all teachers across the board, we gave them all money and it ended up being pennies. When it all, when it because the money was given to uh, the uh, the school board and then that the school board allocated the money, right? So yeah. where where are they going to allocate it to? You know, well we're going to allocate it over here to the to the A schools and you know and to the school board and to the school board and take our little you know, wet our beaks on it and then we need new football stadiums. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's it's Florida public education, and I figured this is the whole point is to destroy Florida public education. Well, if you keep your population stupid, it's They'll much do. easier to control them. Yeah. You know, which is sad. But, but we have panhandle for that, so we don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say that out loud. You, you did. You know, you're talking doesn't about lower Alabama. You're talking about lower Alabama, right? doesn't make it not true. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we. I, I don't know why we have that whole section of the state. It's in another time zone, you know, eighteen sixty three. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not. It's not even in this century. You know, so it doesn't even you know have the decency to look like a ball sack because the rest of Florida looks like a penis. Yes, it does. Yeah, we are the. Uh, we are. We are. Uh, we Canada is America's hat, and yeah. uh, Florida is America's penis. And it's out all the time. And I don't know why. Wagging around. Waggling it around. What is Baja Mexico then? Our tail? Uh, No, no. You can can actually get it in the pants. You can get Baja Mexico in the the pants. So, yeah. Yeah. We don't talk about Baja. It's not part of the United States. uh, 
another conundrum dealing around the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Mm, what happened this time? And it comes in the form of laws that are 150 years old. And so things that haven't been enforced because it just made no sense. Um, and there, I forget what it's called. It's named after a guy who hated everything that had to do with sex. And he was a postmaster general, and they made a law saying you can't do any of this sex stuff through the mail. And explicitly called out any drugs, information, or something else that can be used for abortion. Yeah. Now, yeah. Congress knows about this law because in the 70s they passed saying, yeah, but we don't mean contraception. Right. So you still do contraception through the mail. But it's possible that you cannot mail abortion drugs, drugs that are used or could be used to cause abortions. So, so they couldn't, so wherever they're produced, they couldn't ever go across state lines. They, yes, exactly. And the same thing though is true for implements. Oh, but wait, that's only the U S mail, sir. That's the, that's the U S mail. Right. But I'm, that's so the U S mail. That, that, no, 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 no. In 16, in 1835, when that law was, uh, was passed, <laughs> you know, there was the U S mail was the only way to move things. And right. we now have private mail services that would probably right. be able to, you know, to ship so you that. Just, you have to distribute them as well as, I mean, it's not just those drugs, it's medical implements as well. Right. You could, you could argue that, uh, I forget what those devices are called because I'm not a woman and they don't have to ever affect me. Do but they do they shake? They look like or, a bird beak. Or perhaps they look like a bird beak and they, they open wide. No. Yeah. Do they vibrate? No, no. Okay. We're not talking about sexual implements, sir. Oh. <laughs> We're talking uh, about uh, medical tools. I was talking about a massage uh, a back massage? Yeah, a back oh, massage. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. And so things like that may also be banned from the US now. Yeah. Mm. Right now, nobody's enforcing it because why? Yeah. But you know the 37 states that like to meddle with people's private business because, you know, small government. Um, <laughs> the uh, party of small government uh, is, is, is peeking, junk. It's yeah. peeking through people's windows and going, ah! What, what, it, what they meant. And, that position is illegal. I, gonna, I, I would like to call them a hypocrite. But I think really what they meant is it's small government energy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, there's also a, a very outdated law in Florida making every position other than missionary illegal. And uh, blowjobs are sodomy. So, yeah. well, in most states so, in the United States. I guess we're all gay. Describe what the missionary position is. Uh, it's, uh, it's Bible in your left hand. <laughs> A uh, cross in your right hand, and right. Uh, speaking the gospel you as you insert. While you do it, right? Well, yeah. So you have to you have to genuflect while you're doing it. Yes, genuflect. Genuflect. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, that's easy. <laughs> Did they say uh, which Bible? Uh, you know, I'm assuming that it's the it is the uh, it is the Christian Bible. That's yeah, what I assume. If, if it's not written in, it could be anybody's. Bible. Mm, probably. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what the. Well, I mean, again, back then they wrote laws let well, so I'm, I'm well, assuming that they're. Well, it could also be the missionary position where you hand blankets to uh, to the to the indigenous yeah. population. Ooh. Yeah. Well, yeah, those kind of missionaries. Yeah, yeah. Or like <laughs> just you're out there distributing chick tracks. And that's where that's where you you have sex with somebody who has COVID. 
you know, it's it's one that's one way that that's one way to do it, I guess. Uh, my my favorite That'd thing is <laughs> is 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 I've seen so many people who cannot define what any of this stuff is. Right. That when that and and you can tell from all of the legislation. I mean, the 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 the, the guy in Tennessee, the 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 speaker of the house in Tennessee is now under federal investigation for mm-hmm. his theft of property from the state of Tennessee, which is yeah. his per diem, which he passed by the way, uh, in, in his duties, uh, which says if you live within the Nashville area, you get so many dollars, but if you live outside the Nashville area, uh, you get $300 a day you know, to mm-hmm. pay for your housing and your things because you're away right. from home. And he, he, uh, he, he owns a house in Nashville and he owns a condo. Well, he owned a condo. He's lapsed on the, uh, the payments of that, uh, in his original place where he ran, which means that he no longer has representation because he no longer lives there. Right. But yet he has the balls to stand up and say, oh, you and you, you can't represent the 175,000 people that you represent. You're out of the Congress right now. And then they were immediately brought back, uh, the, the two yeah. Justins. So, yeah. And, and you, that's, that's how fascists work. Yeah. And any place you see where for minor, minor flaws, especially free speech oriented uh, protests or demonstrations, um, where people are getting kicked out is uh, is a problem, um, and that's happened in Montana as well. Oh, Montana's ridiculous. I mean, that one right there is ridiculous because that that uh, that Congress Congresswoman is it a Congress? It's a Congresswoman, right? Yeah, yeah, that representative. I mean the 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 state house. Yeah, and the state house has been kicked out. No longer. So first, it started out with, uh, "Oh, you can't speak on this on this point." Oh, and then, "Oh, you can't speak today either." Oh, you can't. You know what? You can't speak this session. You're done. How how is how is that legal? Hold on, Marjorie Taylor Greene has the same thing happen to her. So you you gotta you gotta you gotta listen all the way to the end of the sentence. Okay, it's the same. It's the same way they they stop Marjorie Taylor Greene from speaking. Okay, or from serving on committees. They've gone further. Yes, and they have gone by further. Letting her not come into the to the state house. Correct. She's not allowed in the building. Correct. Which, yeah, not allowed to vote. They didn't take away Marjorie Taylor Greene's ability to right house or the ability to vote. Correct. So they haven't kicked her out, but they've taken away all of her power, although all of her options. Yeah. So, yeah, her ability to represent the people who elected her. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and again, that is the clear path to fascism. Mm-hmm. Now, when they do it to Marjorie Taylor Greene, we cheer. When they do it to Lauren Boebert, we cheer at the federal level. We cheer that they lose their committees, they lose that, but they did not remove their ability to vote. To vote, and 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 to be honest. They got the ability to speak in the house. They didn't lose that. They could mm. still stand up and say their piece in the house. Right. If, however, they said things that were inflammatory, they were they were told to stop. Yep. 
might have been interrupted, but they did get their seat and did get to speak. They weren't on committees. That's up to the committee. So I, yeah. I got no problems with that. Correct. The, the silencing and the lack of inability to represent seems, um, uh, I don't know, what the, what's the word I'm looking for? Fascist? Uh, fascist. <laughs> That's a, that is a good word. It is an excellent word. Um, so for, for me, I think that, you know, it's, it's always this thing where it's, you know, the slippery slope, right? And they always talk about, oh, it's a slippery slope to go down. And, and the conservatives are always about, oh, it's a slippery slope. Um, they're greasing the rails, <laughs> right? You know, they're, they're, yeah. they're over there. They're greasing the rails. We're like, Hey, hey, hey you're doing this thing. And they're like, Oh no, it's, it, no, it's perfectly fine. It's not fascism when we do it. Right. It's fascism yeah. when you do it, Democrats. Yeah. You know, and it goes for what uh, Kevin McCarthy is doing with this uh, with this budget that he is that he's putting forward this ca- this debt ceiling plan that he's putting forward. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. it's 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 the same we've idea. Go ahead. We've got to cut spending, but we're not going to cut spending on anything but what makes people's lives better, um, and we're not going to undo tax cuts that we could pay for things. No, we're just going to cut spending. We don't care about the deficit. We're going to use it as a hammer to cut spending on things we don't like, including veterans, which yeah. I think is hilarious. Of course. Well, <laughs> and, and remember, uh, re- the, from Reagan era forward, the trickle down economy that, that has been represented upon the American people as a solution Give the rich corporations and the rich people breaks, and they will then spend money that will then go to everyone else. They will they will then be the patrons of America, and they will then save America's poor and wretched because that's what they will do. No, what that did is it created a, a massive wealth disparity in the United States. It removed the most of the middle class. It has created... Uh, a, a group of people that will never own a home, uh, and it has created uh, you know a, a feeling of hopelessness, helplessness, and other. How long have we been doing this trickle down economics thing? Since Reagan, it, well, 80, are you, are you, 1980. Are you saying it did? It didn't work. <laughs> well, I mean, no, it did not work. <laughs> Why are we still doing it? Uh, if, if you ask people in congress it works great yeah well if you look there's someone i I follow that uh that posts when congress people uh do stock transactions Mm -hmm. and it's really interesting how they will make a stock transaction and then a day or two later there will be an announcement that will move that stock either up or down depending on if they sold or if they bought, huh. yeah, you know there are a lot of Congress people. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are yeah. buying out there. It's not good. We need to start a hedge fund that's just buy and sell what Congress buys and sells. Uh, there's someone out there work, working on that with AI. <laughs> going, it's like we need a trigger from the Congress people's accounts <laughs> that will then trigger a hedge fund right. purchase. Yeah, yeah, because we'll it's a winner that. every time. It, it's a winner every time. There's no losers on that one. You know, but yes. oh, it, but with the except with the exception of if we do it, it's illegal. It's called insider trading. Well, and no, we, we can we can call our hedge trading 
if I'm doing something, just copying you, you may be doing insider trading, but I'm just copying you. We can co- we is. can call the name of our hedge fund outsider trading. Outsider trading. I like outsider trading. <laughs> yeah. No, we just we need to call it trade stonks. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, but it, it, but it's ruined our economy in the United States. It's it's destroyed it. It's created people with uh, massive amounts of money that have never done anything to help another person. Uh, right. You know, and it's created this the, the this disparity that we can't change. But the minute that another person says, "Well, you know what you need to do? We need to raise revenue." What? Ah, no, no, oh, no, 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 we can't do We can't raise revenue. That's uh, that's socialism. No, if we raise revenue, then th- then we're going to be taxing everyone and everyone's going to get taxed. It's like, well, why don't we just get corporations and and really rich people, you know, people who make more than four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, make them pay, uh, you know, their fair taxes on all their transactions in stocks and all of their other stuff. Why don't we make them do that? Why would you punish rich people for Be- their success? Because because here's why. That's the 1% of the population who make that much money a year. Be- because here's why. Because they made their success on the backs of working people. No one makes a bill- money- no one makes a billion dollars by working. No, no, that's what I mean. Other yeah. people are doing the work. Yeah. And they're making their money on the backs of those people. Yeah. And that money that you would tax goes to pay for their health care and their retirement and their housing and their food so that you can make more money on their backs. Uh, I remember Elizabeth Warren making the argument that, you know, no one has built a business entirely on their own uh, simply because your goods and services are being delivered on roads and interstates that taxpayers have funded. Uh, your... Uh, like the infrastructure that you rely on uh, for your electricity or your uh, you know internet or you know a variety of things that could have been funded by taxpayers' dollars uh, afford you the opportunity to make money in the United States. Right. You know, so it's like you are basically higher taxes are the not the price that you pay but like it's paying back the company the the country that has afforded you such such success and and he, the other question is well if you start taxing everybody too much they will quit making money it's like no they won't no they won't they like making money gonna, they're going to find a way to make money tell me that you made a billion dollars this year and you had to pay 500 million in taxes you're going to be like fuck it i'm not doing a billion dollars next year <laughs> no you still cleared 500 million dollars right yeah That's i was a like strike. It was like uh, I remember. I forget exactly who who said it, but like they did the math on uh, a percentage of a billion dollars or something, and like oh, oh, these those poor rich people, they only have nine hundred ninety nine thousand dollars left. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, <laughs> but the other side of that is is the amount of the a billion dollars is so much money that you cannot in your own lifetime spend Next. that money. Yeah, you can't get rid of it. You know, so when it comes, if you're trying, I mean, even if you try, you know. That's the billion dollar challenge. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Brewster's billions. Yeah. Yeah. But I do do know that uh, there was at least one businessman who who was just like, like, 
so catastrophically bad at business, he lost money owning a casino, which is like, oh, it's how terrible. do you do that? <laughs> it wasn't his money. That's how he, that's how he did it. Mm. Yeah, okay, easily yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah, so, so you can rent a private plane for about $25,000 a day. Yep. Depending on how much you fly. So just call it that. So if you rented a private plane for 100 days at twenty five thousand dollars a day you just spent 2.5 million dollars sure which which means that you could rent that plane for four thousand days before you spent a billion dollars four thousand days all right so hold on i got i got my calculator out so four thousand days 365 in a single day is this is these are the questions we rely on the comrade for for 10 years Almost yeah, 11 years. About 11 oh. years. Yeah. And that would be how much money? That would be a billion. Huh. Hmm. And that means... $5,000 a day yeah. for, for 11, over, over 11 years. Yeah. yeah. See, and, yeah. and the funny thing is... And, but like, the problem is, is that in between those 11 years, you would be making income in some way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, the, the, even at flat so, interest... Yeah. You'd be making enough money on a on, on the money that you have that you could probably keep that going. Right. You well, could play, you could rent the plane. Yeah. yeah. So Jeff Bezos's ex-wife, I forget what her name is, Michelle or something. I can't remember. She name. got half of his money, um, in their settlement, which was at the time about sixty billion dollars, and she is a very strong philanthropist. She gives a lot of it away, and one year. I think it was the first year she gave away, donated to charities and things, $8 billion. Yep. And at the end of the year, she had $10 billion more money. So she made $18 billion off of her $60 billion and gave away eight. So you can't tell me that they're not, it's just not making money on its own. She still has, she still today has $28.2 billion right now. So she's trying to give it all away and can't, is yeah. the point. Compound interest alone makes it, will, will make money for you if you have money. Well, again, remember, if you have, if you can read, there's a threshold point that if you make a, that, that if you can, uh, what is it, gather, I'm not even, I'm not even going to say earn, gather a certain, acquire, um, yeah. acquire a certain amount of money, just straight dollars. That once you reach that critical moment in time, there's no way because of interest and investments and just return on return on those investments that you will ever spend all that money in, right. in your right. lifetime. Like if you had if you had ten million dollars and you could get three percent out of it, which there are people that the yeah. organizations you give them the money, they're guaranteeing you three percent. Yep. Right. That's three hundred thousand dollars a year. Yep. And so, that would not and that income. So you have $10 million just sitting around. You're making $300,000 a year. And I would say they shouldn't have to pay the taxes on the, the, oh, the $450,000 a year people, right? You've amassed yeah. that fund. Maybe you're a trust fund person. That money is put in trust for you. You earn $300,000 a year. You're hurting no one. You're just doing right. what you do. You should be taxed at a rate. At whatever the rate is. Whatever the rate is. Nine percent, whatever. But if you're a rate. but if you're a robber baron, a modern yeah. robber baron who is who is bringing in millions of dollars a year, 
because you are literally ruining the environment or 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 whatever, do, doing whatever to the world, uh, destroying people's lives. Guess what? You should be taxed. Yeah, at a higher yeah. rate. And the other thing is, is these taxes are often a sliding scale. Yeah. So hey, you make fifty thousand, now you're paying forty percent. Make a million, you're paying fifty. You make ten million, you're paying sixty. All the way up to whatever the tax hey, thing is. Yeah. You're only paying it on that difference. Yeah. And remember, remember, Canadian, um, all of this changed under Reagan. We used to have a, what, a 92% tax yeah, rate? Yeah. In, the, in the 50s, it was 90, 90%. Yeah. And then it got lowered to 70% in the 60s. Yeah. Um, and I think at the time of Reagan, it was like 60%. Yeah. So, so yeah. we've had... And it was, by the way, it was during the time of industrial revolutionary growth in this country that we had a 90% tax rate and we still have buildings named after Ford and Carnegie and Chrysler and, 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 and all of these different individuals. We still have buildings named after them to this day. You know, and one thing about marginalized tax rates that a lot of people... I would assume misunderstand, or at least the way that they represent themselves uh, leads me to believe that they misunderstand it. Is that um, if you make so, like, say the the bracket is like, say you make a million dollars and you've got a uh, marginalized tax rate of ninety percent. Sure. So, like, you make that million dollars, and like. It's not you're not taxed at ninety percent. No, you're not. You're not making a million dollars, and then they take, uh, you know, nine hundred was it nine hundred thousand, and you have a hundred thousand right. left. That's not how it works. You make a million and one. That one dollar that you've made over the million dollars, they take ninety cents of that, right. and you get ten cents back. Right. So you still keep your million, more or less. You yeah, still but keep, you keep your million. million. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it drives me crazy. Again, you know, we just went through tax time, and 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 there were a lot of people out there realizing that 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 the money they used to depend on getting a a tax refund, which by the way, every tax attorney will tell you, or every tax accountant will tell you, it's a bad investment to let the United States government to hold your money. So you should yeah. come up with a scheme so that you pay a dollar in taxes, not receive a dollar in taxes as a refund. Okay, let alone a thousand or two thousand or some some large number like that. But for people who are like, I just want to be safe. I wanna I want to make sure that my taxes get paid. So I'm gonna let them hold some of my money throughout the year. Well, you know that that's that's fine, and that and that's good. And there were people noticing now that the money that they were that that they were getting back is lower and lower and lower. And that's because in 2017, the, under, the, under the previous administration, they created a tax on the middle class and gave mm-hmm. tax relief on everyone else, all the billionaires, which yeah. now effectively raises the tax rates all the way through yeah. until 2025, which is right before, which is right before, uh, which is after the next election. Right. right. And and it started off as a tax cut for the middle class. And everybody's like, no, this is gonna hurt you in a couple of years. Yep. And sure enough, here it is. The yeah. Tax rates went back up again. So But the yeah. the R words don't have long term memory. 
Well, no, we're, we we don't use our we we don't use the term our oh Republicans. Oh, okay, never mind. We can use yeah, that as the, the radicals. The radicals. They're not they're Republicans not, anymore. They're not Republicans anymore. They're radicals. Yeah. Um, the RR is guess. the right wing. The right wing radical. <laughs> RWRs. Well, you go you go far enough right, you end up on the left. It's called it's called infinity theory. So, so did you hear uh, the? Uh, I guess former president Donald Trump's uh, re-election slogan. Mm-mm. It's 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 it spells magus. It's make America great for us. Us being U.S. So it's M A G U S. Make America great again for us. No, not again. Just make America great for us. It's As dumb. opposed to them, like the other people, the the filthy takers. Is that is that, I, is that what I I'm getting? Know. Well, I got into art. So let's talk real quick about an argument I got in this week, which oh, lovely, w- which was on on social media, which is a, a, a common theme at the One Man Revolution podcast. Uh, I, I love to go to social media and go on one of our senators, like Rick Scott or or uh, Marco Rubio. And just I- I- interact with his with, with their uh, their sycophants because they're not they're not constituents. They're people that don't have the constituent flag, and they they're from another state, so therefore they are not. You know, they're de- they're not the uh, the people who should be following. These are stands. These are these are people who are following them because they like the hate that they spread. So the argument was very simple. There was something that was said uh, about one thing or another, and this individual wrote back and you know all they had to say basically had you know was um i so you know people should serve in the military for for at least uh, people should serve in the military for at least two years and someone wrote back fascist much you know service does not have to be in the military they can serve uh you know in their community they can serve in community groups they can serve uh, as educators, they can serve. And the guy came back and said, "What ha- what's happened in the in the U.S. is that uh, is that and it was something to, to the uh, to the respect of these liberal whatevers have taken over, and everyone just wants a government handout." So I just simply asked the asked the question, "Hey, bud, um, when did you serve?" Because he didn't have it in his profile. In his profile, what he had was another thing, but I will get get that in a moment. I said, "Where? When did you serve?" United States Army, nineteen sixty three to nineteen sixty five. Now, I want to point out that's a two year stint. Mm-hmm. That's that. I, I wanted to get his DD two fourteen, which is his uh, which is his release, uh, and, and it's a an honorable discharge. But I, I'm not going to be that kind of dickhead. I'm a different type of dickhead. <laughs> um, so I just said, "Oh, well, that's uh, that's very interesting," and I. I noticed that not only did you serve in the military for two years, but you retired as a firefighter. Uh, you do realize that both of those jobs are publicly funded. <laughs> you do realize that both of those jobs are service to the state. You do realize that what you did is, is uh, you know, is, is, and I didn't say socialist. What, what you did is that you, uh, that you're complaining about people serving but your entire career, you produced nothing. You were just a person that took money from the state and gave back service. Oh, that was they, they did not like that. 
Oh, they they said not. they said you know well when did you serve? And I'm like, well, I served in many ways. I built simulators for all five of the uh, of the branches. Uh, I worked with the VA, uh, building training, and I'm a university professor and I teach students. To which they wrote back, are you conservative or are you one of them liberal professors that are twisting the minds of our students to be in liberal barga barga bargas? You know, it's like this whole like, 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 like spiel. And, uh, and, I, and I said, sir, this all started because you said you served two years in the, in the U.S. Army. Um, were you honorably discharged? <laughs> he, he never responded. Up. Oh, um, are you muted? I can't hear you. Yes. There you uh, go. Back then, there was noise going on. Back then, you're drafted for two years. Yeah. So he did his. He got drafted. He served in Nam. Came back home. Became a firefighter. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I don't. No. 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 I don't think he served in Nam. I think it was before Nam. Yeah, say, there's that was no, the there's, era, sixty-three to sixty-five. Uh, that would have been, yeah. That's the only thing we were doing. I mean, he might have been elsewhere, yeah. but that was the big so, yeah, thing going on. It's, I mean, but he didn't. Vo- a, he didn't volunteer to serve. He didn't volunteer. Yeah, no, he didn't. Volunteer. Yeah. I would say uh, there is no indication. Not everybody that got drafted got sent to Nam. Correct. Well, yeah. Uh, but that was the was the. Yeah. But that was the commonality. But again, on that whole process is that here's a person that has sucked off the government tit. Mm-hmm. And is retired and gaining a pension from the government tit. And Social Security. And Social from Security from the government tit. But he doesn't yeah. see the fact, which then prompted me to put up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't think that I should... Oh, he called me a groomer also. Sorry. <laughs> he, also, he said, are you one of those liberal groomers that are teaching our, that are teaching our students to be liberal, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I am well Yeah. So I then posted on my own uh, social media, I mm-hmm. said, uh, you know, I'm really tired of being called groomers by people who are twice indoctrinated, religion mm-hmm. and uh, religion and military. Uh, and military. I saw that. To which one of a person who has sat on this show said, what you said is out of line. So then I explained the reasoning behind why I said that. And the reason is, is that military is an indoctrination. You Mm -hmm. go in, they tear you down so that you will follow orders. There is not a human being alive that will run toward the sound of gunfire automatically, unless you are mentally ill. Yeah. Right. That's not our own self-preservation will stop us from doing that. Mm -hmm. All right. So. Uh, so I said, Hey, look, um, the military does that. And if someone follows religious dogma from birth there, they have no, they have no choice. They've they've been groomed from birth to be religious. Correct. They've been, no, they've been indoctrinated also. It's, they've been groomed by their parents, but then they're indoctrinated. The indoctrination kicks in. And they then said, well, why didn't you post that? And my simple answer was, uh, first of all, it's, it's my social media. I can post what I want. And second of all, I wanted to start. A, I started a conversation, and you are here conversing with me. Oh, and third, um, no one would read that very long comment I just sent back, justifying what I posted. But you read the short one, you know, <laughs> you know, and and you just felt you need to do that. Now, I do not. I do not. Again, I just. I, I was just at a wedding, and and all these great things. It was secular. Okay, it was the wedding of the comrade. It was a secular wedding. There was no one there. No one there. That even walked up to me and said and asked me questions about, well, you know, uh, why did you leave religion out of the wedding? Because that's not a question you ask people. 
unless right. you're indoctrinated. And I think that's why uh, there might have been people with their arms folded a lot there because they are indoctrinated. Yeah, there's certainly people who are indoctrinated, but but they're also polite and not going to say anything because yeah. it's not let me it's not their wedding. They're there as a guest, and the people who would not have been polite were not invited. Yeah, I think is the right answer, and it should be absolutely. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I was we... trying to write that. I was trying to make it like a twice baked potato. <laughs> uh, twice um, baked, twice twice baked potato, twice, twice indoctrinated potato. Oh yeah. But they're not potatoes. And, and again, I I I'm I I I I, I, I kind of want to have it both ways, if you know what I mean. Potatoes yeah. are a starch. Potatoes you know? are yeah, potatoes go oh, but potato you're right, twice inoculated potato. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um but yeah, but when but it's always funny where you hit when they'll they'll hit back and they'll go, Well, I was in the military. Well, you were indoctrinated. I was not in my you like, your draft card? No, you were indoctrinated. Yeah, well, you you yeah. ran toward... Well, to you. Yeah. you did it. Yeah. That's fine. There's no problem with that. Yeah, I have to respect for that, but don't go saying that that you weren't you weren't gone through basic training, broken down, totally kill people, and you did. Yeah, and, and I'd also like to point out this was on a Rick Scott uh, uh, post to which he was saying, you know, we'd like to, th- which was talking about. Uh, the military academy, and if you if your child needs a letter for the military academy, please contact my office, uh, and we'll and we'll look over your case, and we'll look over your case, and of course, everyone else in the comments besides this moron uh, was talking about oh, groom much, yeah, you know because you know, well, I was in the military and it was good for me. Well, it was good for you because you were drafted. It has nothing to do with you actually volunteering, you know. Yeah. And again, the military academy, that's so you come out an officer. And I bet you had words for those people that came out of officers when you at, at a college at the military academy when you were in the military. Yeah, they would, they would call them, uh, you know, liberal, edu- educated. No, they call highfalutin. Them, no, they'd say, well, the lieutenants, uh, lieutenants up there again, giving us orders. What does he know about being a being a being a, an army, uh, being in the army? You know, they, they might call them friendly fire casualties. They, they were a lot of them were friendly fire casualties or, or hey, look, it's a grenade. Yeah. My favorite response to people accusing uh, educators uh, to being like groomers or indoctrinating the uh, students into left wing uh, left wing ideologies is like, no, they're encouraging they're encouraging free thought. They're encouraging critical thinking and they are. <laughs> exposing those students to opinions and facts that they did not get in their high school education or did not get at home. And those students are encouraged to challenge their preconceived notions, challenge their currently held belief system, and see if it stands Uh, up against the academic rigor of just, like, does it stand up against the facts that you have been exposed but, to? But that's the problem. <laughs> to say it in in the the revolutionary's word, they're yeah. challenging their indoctrination. Yeah, it is. And the other part of that is 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 that when you say, well, students don't go into college liberal, but a lot more of them come out liberal than they do conservative, which is which is a fact. Mm-hmm. And it's because they come in with uh, with their indoctrination. And then they're challenged with with academic with with scientific ma- method and research methods, 
And then they come out the other end questioning, which is something that Ron DeSantis does not want to happen. And if you look at all of the legislation he has about education in the state of Florida, it is deliberately created to stop any questioning going forward. It's like what what higher education instills in people is the desire to seek truth. Yeah, but that that doesn't help like when to, yeah, that doesn't help. To to question and seek answers. Yeah. That is like that is the driving yeah, that's Fact. that's the idea of academia, but that's not the idea of indo- of of an of an indoctrinated po- uh, populace, which is what Ron DeSantis wants. And it's very clear from uh, uh, the 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 books we've talked about these before uh, that have been put out by the state of Florida, approved by the governor, uh, Rosa Parks. You know, Rosa Parks was a uh, was was a person that uh, that was not liked for her views, so she sat in the front of a bus. And people didn't like that. And that's it. That's all you get. Yeah. There's no mention of anything else because if you mention anything else, you get a felony. Um, right. So does anyone have any good news this week? I'm, I'm, I'm willing to make this a, a one-segment show this week, and we'll yeah, still have no, coffee so and cookies. It, we'll still have coffee I and do, cookies. We do have a well done. Yeah. We'll still have coffee and cookies. I'm still all about coffee and cookies. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to give a well, well done, done ready? Okay. Yeah, please. You have a well done, sir. Go ahead. Yeah. I want to give a well done to the comrade and the thespian. Of course. Becoming the combian. <laughs> combian. Into the combined in. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, wish them well. They finally went through with it. So good job. And, and it took everything in my power not to start the ceremony with. Oh. <laughs> we're having a wedding you know just pull that one just to watch their eyes explode yeah. you know okay. i had my i had my fun i had my fun in the uh that's in, during the ceremony but that was that was not something that i did that, for that would have been that would have been a, a one step too far. <laughs> you'll, you'll admit though it would have been hilarious to like two it of us to like two of us two or three of us standing up there maybe four you know yeah. definitely not the people on my right <laughs> the people on my left would have been fine, which is basically uh, the people on the right are humorless. So yeah, that's pretty true. Um, <laughs> oh man! So, oh, so what did you have? Yes, uh, I wanted to give a one-man revolution well done to President Camacho for <laughs> uh, for announcing uh, his candidacy to run for president in 2024. Nice. <laughs> and is that is that um. Terry Terry Cruz, who yeah. is actually <laughs> announcing his yeah, that's so funny. See, I, I don't I don't have all the details, but yeah. uh, I just I just saw him as President President Camacho giving yeah. a press conference. Yeah, <laughs> on purpose because that, it wasn't it wasn't a mediocrity me, mediocrity idiocracy idiocracy wasn't that uh, uh, set in like twenty twenty four. I don't I don't remember. It's I, been I a long time. I think it was. Holy smokes! Um, I'd like to say give a one man revolution. Well done of the week. Uh, for Canada. Well done, yeah. Canada. Canada finally decided that they're going to force streaming streaming services like Netflix, Prime Video, Disney Plus, and others to actually pay broadcasting fees so that the money can go back to the artists. Now, that's something that is very, very important, and that's where cable fees are supposed to go to. That's where uh, that's where over the air transmission fees that are collected by the FCC are supposed to go through. 
uh, that they're supposed to go to. That money is supposed to go back into funds to char- to for uh, for uh, public uh, broadcasting and other things like that. Uh, Canada through their their new bill C one C eleven will force them to contribute uh, to contribute to that fund uh, and. You know, of course, there was heated debate because you know a lot of these streamer people are afraid, uh, you know, to be treated just like all other broadcasters. So that's a that's a really I I do love seeing that uh, yeah. when when it happens. And my guess is that's going to propagate to other other more reasonable countries. I hope so. And and you know, in the U.S., I think that uh, you know. I, I was at a an awards ceremony last night, and uh, someone was given a a, a a lifetime achievement award for broadcasting. And they were reading this person's uh, 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 credits, and it was like AM radio station this, and another AM radio station that, and another AM radio station, and they're currently on AM radio. And I turned to the person next to me, and I went, "They're still AM radio." <laughs> I mean, and then this guy gets up and he makes this big, long, blathering, meandering speech, which wasn't written down. And he 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 wasn't obviously he went over time because he spent 20 minutes just wandering around making comments that to me were a little bit in that area where, sir, you shouldn't be saying things like that. Um, And it was very odd that he thought that it was a great accomplishment to travel with billionaires who own the magic, you know, to, yeah. and that, Oh, and it, isn't it great that we're standing in buildings where those people's names are on the building and, and things like yeah. that. And all I'm doing is sitting there going, a, you do realize that terrestrial radio died many years ago. That's the first one. And that secondly, you're touting a good thing that you're still supporting this, and, and this idea that hard work, he said it like eight times, you know, go out there and work hard and you can be somebody and go out there and work hard and you can be somebody while simultaneously saying, you know, when I met this billionaire who, 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 who helped me with my career and, 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 and helped me and this broadcasting group that has kept me on for the past 18 years or 20 years you know, because I suck up to the right program director. Oh, I love your program. And he mentioned his program director before he mentioned his wife. (laughs) He mentioned the owner of the station before he mentioned his wife, you know, and it just, it's, it it sounds like a cartoon and you're like, guys, you do realize that you can make money so much easier in so many different ways than getting on a microphone and talking to less than an audience of less than a hundred thousand people, you know, uh, when we look at the podcast at, at our podcast and we look at the reach that we have, every week it's over. It's definitely over a thousand. It can be as high as ten thousand in a week. When I see the numbers that we reach, and people are always like, "Well, you know, you should monetize that. You should do something. You, know, you should do something with that." Oh, you have a, you have a, you have a platform. And my answer is, there, there's a thousand people out there listening to us who enjoy what we do, and that's enough for me. You know, if I start trying to radicalize this audience, we'll be shut down because we're in a state where, oh, you're radicalizing an audience. You need to stop that. You know? Yeah. 
because that that puts a target on your back. But keeping it light, not taking money from from corporations that'll then say, you know what you said last week, we really didn't like that. We're gonna pull yeah. our money from that. That's bad. Okay. And they're like, okay, go ahead. You know, uh, yeah, we do this. We do this for entertainment and communication, and, and to get the bile out. I do it to get the yeah. bile out every week to get that horrible stuff that's being that 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 we see every week to talk among people of a like mind. And to try and get all that stuff out so I don't accidentally walk in front of a crowd of people, which I'm in front of several times a week, <laughs> and just spew the things that are going on in the world. Uh, because yeah. that would be bad for everybody. <laughs> you know? Uh, I have a couple of well-dones. Sure. Uh, I would like to give a shout-out to the Department of Justice yes. for suing uh, states that have put out uh, anti-trans laws. Yes. They are challenging them, uh, not only in Tennessee, uh, but in Alabama as well. Like the, a, at least these two, yeah. probably more. It's going to keep going. Yeah, uh, I would imagine as these bills come out, the department, like once they're passed, the Department of Justice will challenge them. Yeah. Uh, I would also like to give a shout out to I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, the Walt Disney World Corporation for uh, for suing Ron DeSantis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're gonna. We talked about that earlier today, and I'm yes, gonna, I'm gonna uh, put I, their case in there. They, <laughs> yeah, they do deserve every shout out. Again, I am not a fan of of of, of giant corp, billion dollar corporations. And there was someone yeah. that did say the other day, "It's like, wow, man, I never thought I'd be saying <laughs> that uh, that I'm supporting a billion dollar corporation and what they're doing." So yeah, is that yeah. this? It is surprising that that has made the 2023 bingo card. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, I will. Um, let's see. I will say that they weren't even necessarily like like as far as like making a official statement for on behalf of the Walt Disney Corporation. Uh it's more along the lines of like they have so many people in the LGBTQA plus mm-hmm. community that work for that company that were outraged that uh the company was Supporting DeSantis's efforts, that they were shamed and or forced into retracting their support, and when they su- su- tra- su- uh, s- retracted their support, that's what enraged DeSantis. That's what started this whole thing. And the funny part is, they're actually just sta- they're just standing up for the but people. But he that work shouldn't for them. have been enraged because all they said was, "We're not giving money to any political campaigns." Right. Right. Yeah. And he took that as, "We're not giving you money." Mm-hmm. Which is not what they said. Child. Yeah, and yeah. that's why he'll never be president. All right, and, should. and should not be president. Do you have any else? Anything else? Uh, that's all I got. All right, I got one last one, and uh, and I just like to say uh, one last time, Jerry, 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 dead, dead. Jerry Springer died <laughs> at age seventy nine. Uh, his show was see I when I when I was growing up it was Jerry Springer it was Phil Donahue and Sally Jesse Raphael and Geraldo Gr- 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 uh, Rivera had a show and and uh, and and all these different people and Jerry Jerry Springer and uh, and and all of those shows you know if you were sick as a kid you would lay there and there's nothing else on TV but these TV talk shows where I learned all about the Rainbow Coalition and I on Phil Donahue and I learned about you know sexuality on 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 Sally Jesse Raphael and I learned about uh 
he, uh, you're not the father on Maury. And I learned all these different things. But on Jerry Springer, I learned that the audience can turn against you and people can jump out and beat the crap out of you at any time. <laughs> That's what I learned about uh, from Jerry Springer. That's what I learned, mm-hmm. that, that, that if you do something bad, uh, there will be consequences. Uh, because his show was marked by the fact that uh, the crowd would turn against the person. And, uh, and I, it wasn't the Cash Me Outside girl. I think perhaps, on that on yeah. there and and that was uh, all these great moments of 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 ridiculous reality television. He brought them to us for many many years, and uh, and, and again, you can hate love him, you can hate him, but I just appreciated the fact that as an American phenomenon, it happened. And one of the one of the favorite people on that show was actually the bouncer guy. Oh, that bouncer guy was great. <laughs> yeah, he, he was just this giant jacked guy who would just walk out, and you're like, "Oh crap, something's about to happen. Someone's boyfriend, someone's girlfriend's about this way to walk right out that door, or someone's boyfriend and girlfriend are about to walk out that door." You know, and it'll be cool. Mm. Oh man, yeah. So uh, that being said, the One Man Revolution podcast is here every week. Uh, where you might have to find the day, but we are here. Uh, and uh, some shows are going to be shorter than others, longer than others. We're going into the summer. I'll be on travel. Comrades on travel right now. Everyone goes around, uh, and we'll we'll the still the show will still go on. It's the way that it happens. Um, and we'll be here every week as as long as we can. Uh, so uh, you, if you want to find the podcast, it's everywhere podcasts can be found, or go to the onemanrevolution.org. Onemanrevolution.org has the unedited podcasts. Uh, that are put out every week, along with full show notes. Uh, so until next time, uh, I'm the Revolutionary. I'm the Canadian. And I'm the Artist. And uh, peace. Yep, just hit that one.